0: Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Dichotomies of Life podcast. This is season two, episode 19, Young Leader, featuring Zaire. Um, basically, I want to start off by talking about what I always do. It's been a good day because I'm on this ketogenic diet. Um, I was doing the carnivore diet, now I'm doing the ketogenic diet. And man, I feel great not only have I lost weight, but I have a mental clarity that I haven't had in a very long time since when I did the uh, vegan diet. I was vegan for uh, roughly six months and it was great. It was refreshing. I cleaned my system out. Excuse me. It was good. But with this, I feel like it's a little easier for me because I can still eat meat, which is a huge thing. Like it's Mm -hmm. It's hard to go to a restaurant and just order a salad, but you can eat as much fucking meat as you want, you know, as much, you know, salad as you want to like whatever. So keto is a lot easier for me (laughs) and um, I'm liking it. As far as the week, man, uh, we've had a uh, we've had a tree in the backyard that has been leaning uh, very scarcely. And we finally got the okay from the HOA to get it cut down. So we talked to a guy. He's going to come through on the 14th and cut it down for us. So we got that sewn up. And then, honestly, other than that, I'm just excited. I got a trip coming up here in a little bit, uh, April 1st through the 3rd. I'm going to North Carolina with a buddy. Stay tuned for those podcasts because we're going to be camping for three days. So you're going to (laughs) hear the camping podcast like we did before. So it's going to be good. But other than that, um, I'm here with a very inspiring person to me because a lot of the times when I look at the youth of today um to be quite honest with you it's not it's not much to to aspire after <laughs> and to have somebody on the podcast today who is 16 right
1: yes sir
0: 16 with a head on their shoulders the way that um you do it's it's inspiring for me and um I love it so without further ado everybody welcome Zaire to the dichotomies of life
1: podcast and yeah, hello everyone. It's nice to meet everyone that's going to be listening tonight. Yeah. Um, first a little bit about myself, as you all have been told already. My name is Zaire Zaire Burton. I'm 16. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Hell yeah. I was born and raised here. But anyways, a little bit about myself, my family. I have an older sister that's 22. And I have an older brother that's nineteen, and a younger sister that is ten. My parents are divorced, and I live with my mother, while my dad lives in North Carolina.
0: How is that? Because I talked to a couple of people, um, a couple podcasts ago, rather, and they, you know, they. So there was a guy, a black guy, mm-hmm. and a um, a white girl. And they Uh completely like so she didn't have her mother growing up at all and he didn't have his father. And it's just it was so crazy because these are people on the opposite ends of the spectrum who are very, you know, much alike. And it was it was just so interesting to me to see, you know, that dynamic. You know what I mean? So how is it for you? What's Uh your experience on that? And I know you you're young. The, the, the one girl I talked to was 18. The other guy was I think 24. Mm-hmm. So everyone has their their you know dynamics. But I
1: just like how do you take it? How do you use that to fuel you? Well, my my take to it has has always been like a, a good way to explain it is it doesn't I don't let it affect me and my outside life. I never bring that stuff out to anyone. That stuff is explicitly for home and things like if my guardian and light on or if I have a therapist that I need to talk to otherwise it, it like never gets out it's never really affected me as far as when it comes to schoolwork or playing sports or my mental health I never let it get to me like that because if i do let it get to me like that it ruins everything else and a good way to keep myself from going into that dark place is to keep myself occupied and to keep that stuff out of things that are positive. So having an optimistic take on things and uh, angle rather than a pessimistic one. 100%. It, I agree with that 100%.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I, I like to look at it as kind of not always a bad thing as much as it sucks. I like to look at it as like a motivational thing, something that I can strive to do better, something that wasn't able to be done by my parents. I think that I can get that done. I can get the family that I've always, you know, strive to want rather yeah. than having it like that for my future kids or something like that.
0: Of course. I mean, dude, I this is exactly why I have you on the podcast, because Dude, again, he's 16, ladies and gentlemen. Like to be able to process that, a lot of the people that I've come across, because I talk to everyone, you know this. Right. I, I come across people and they are already beaten by life Like they're young and they already <laughs> have this outlook like Oh, woe is me, this happened and I'm the only one who this has happened to Like, like I'm not saying, yes, here, I am exactly saying Nobody is special, there are no new problems I talk about this all the time on the podcast It's like, you are not special What you do with <laughs> that energy is what makes you, what can make you special Everyone starts behind the eight ball. That's just life. What you do with it is going to be completely up to you. And I love to hear that you're like, "Hey, you know what? Shit happens. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to find a way for this to fuel me in a positive way." Because people don't fucking think like that. It's just and it's sad because, you know, everyone if everyone could just realize, and that's why I do this podcast because it it's a, it's a a mirror to everyone to say we're all the same. Everyone goes through Mm -hmm. something, and if more people would use that to fuel themselves, we would have a lot more things that everyone would use that to to make something creative. You know what I mean? Creativity doesn't just have to be art. I mean, somebody had to think of a, a recliner you know a, 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 <laughs> you know what i'm saying that but that's creative yeah. it's like hey it's a chair but when you press a button it goes down so these ideas seem abstract and crazy at first but it came out of a thought that they followed so it's like you got to find something to fuel you so i love that outlook on life man that is that is exactly you know the reason you're here right and, now because you're creative minded
1: yeah exactly a, a good way to go about it is there is always Whenever I would find myself feeling down or getting deep in thought about it, I think to myself, there's always someone either going through the same thing or it's much worse than me. So I have no reason to be this upset as I am. Yeah,
0: there definitely is. So,
1: yeah, when
0: you, what do you do for fun?
1: For fun, uh, I do a lot of things, but I think my main things are to, uh, if I'm not on YouTube listening to certain podcasts about design, I am either playing games or I am working out, or oh. I do a simple walk outside, get some fresh air, things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, what Going are, out.
0: Are you a PlayStation person or an Xbox person? I got to know.
1: I'm both, man. I'm both.
0: Okay. That's better than just saying Xbox. I'm a PlayStation person (laughs) all day, dude.
1: All day. I feel that. I've played both growing up. I've always played both. I've never stopped playing both. And then I recently got myself a PC. So I've experienced all the worlds.
0: Everyone says PC is is dominant. They're like, it's not even close.
1: (sighs) No. It's, in my opinion, as someone that's played all of them and still plays all of them, it's it's all the same. Like what it, I think, it all depends on what you grew up playing with and what friends you have on that platform. Because I know that personally, if I had grown up with a PC or with an Xbox rather than just a PlayStation for first, mm-hmm. I know that I'd be playing Xbox all day without thinking about playing anything else. Because that's where all my friends are. But since, you know, you never know. It's different for some people. I mean,
0: like, as far as graphics and response times, they say computer crushes everything.
1: Now, that's where the new generation consoles come in. The PS5 and the Series X, that's where the new gen, like, broke that whole thinking process because... Okay. The series, the Series X and the PS Five, as you know, they're both out of stock. They're so hard to get. I know, dude, the reason being, chips. chips are not yeah, even irrelevant they, because we don't make shit here in America. They just they run like a PC, and it's crazy to think because you look at a PC and how big it is, and then you look at a PS Five and a Series X compared yeah. to a PC and how much it's able to run and contain. Ugh, it's a lot. Definitely,
0: I um. Man, during when all the pandemic and everything, when it started back in 2020, uh, me and a buddy of mine were, we worked at the same job um, and we Mm -hmm. had the same schedule because we were at places where we could make our schedule. And I've talked about this before, but man, I'm telling you, we played Grand Theft Auto. Like (laughs) we literally, we worked the exact same time and we played Grand Theft Auto for 18 hours one day. And I'm talking about non-stop using the restroom, wolfing down food, getting back on it consistently for 18 hours because our normal shifts was like 4 a.m. to you know, you know, when pandemic started, there was overtime out the ass, so you could do whatever you wanted. So we we woke up at four and we played Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto all day until nighttime. For 18 hours, that, we played Grand Theft Auto. I love that freaking game. And I can play that shit all day. But we used to have these crazy sessions, man. I know, like, when you were talking about playing games with friends, like, dude, we played for, oh, man. It was like the, the sessions were, at minimum, were 10 hours. And it was me and three of my buddies. And I swear to God, we must have done everything except blow the city up. It was it was the most fun, man. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, games, it, it's it's always been like a good escape for me, you know, unlike some people, I know that some people are like, oh, man, I, I just can't, like, as you get older, they're like, oh, man, I hate games now. I don't really like them that much. It's yeah. not something I do anymore. But for me, games is like always been an escape for me. There's always something new to find, always something new to take inspiration from and to just... I I can never get bored. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I do. I mean, they're, they're make endless. sure. Yeah, I make sure I don't like sit down the whole entire day, every day, just playing a game. But whenever I do come back from whatever I've been doing and it's been a long day to relax, I like to have those nice six, 10 hour, 18 mm. hour sessions. <laughs> and I just say, <laughs> yeah, I, I get to it, I like it. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, that's
0: where it's at, man. Um, so when, when was the first time that you found out that you had the creative bug?
1: Well, the moment I knew I wanted to be uh, a creator of some sorts, and I knew that I was creative in a way, was when I was in seventh grade, so middle school. Uh, despite the fact of always being active and playing sports, I was playing sports since I was like six years old and it all started first it started with karate and then I used to like look at things outside and I remember being in the car with my mom after practice and I would like You know Mario and how you jump on platforms. I would be doing that. But in the car, as we like drove past, you know, streetlights and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like a little game running in my head the whole entire time. It was really fun. But I knew, I was like, man, that's really fun. I I really like, you know, the whole thing of jumping from spot to spot without trying to hit, you know, a streetlight or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I've always liked gaming is what I thought, and it was just like, well, since I like gaming, there's always been something about certain games to where I'm like, oh, dang, they don't have that feature, or dang, they don't have this, and there would be certain things that would be possible that just weren't in the game, and I never knew why, and it was kind of just like a, well, sometimes, depending on the game I was playing, it just simply wasn't thought of yet, and I remember playing um I think this game is it's a game series called Gears of War. I was playing that one day. Yeah I've heard of that. Yeah, there's like a whole franchise on it. And it was like one of those games that I played with before I had uh went online gaming. But I was playing it and I remember playing the third one and after the third one I played the fourth and there was a multiplayer in the fourth where they had released skins and the skins were released weekly. Okay. So they had, like, different packs with, like, the different skins. And I was like, you know, these skins are cool and all, but they didn't have the it creatures, which were the um infected ones in Gears 3. And I found that really weird. I was like, you know, why don't they have those type of creatures? Because there's been tons of people that I've even talked to in person that have also wondered that and been like, why don't they add that as like a character design in a multiplayer game? And that's when I thought to myself, well, there's like so many different types of designs and different ways that you can add that in without making any errors in the game or any game breaking things, you know. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I don't want to cut you off, but I just okay. for me, I I got off gaming. Before I, I think it was around the Xbox. What was that shit called? The Xbox, the white one.
1: Uh, three sixty. Called the S or three sixty. Yeah,
0: so that's when I stopped. I, I started in the workforce. I was working my ass off. When I came back to games, dude, there's like skins and season one and season two, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> I had no idea what any of that was. It's like you can get the season, you can get the season pass, and I'm like. What is... I was so lost. I was like, what is this? You used to just put a game in and you could play it. And now you have to get a season pass. You have to buy skins. I was so lost, man. So, like, everything you're talking about, I remember going through my head and I had to literally... I felt like an idiot. Had to watch a YouTube video (laughs) on what the hell games were nowadays. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy.
1: I felt old. That's the
0: first time I felt old, for real. That's the first time I was like, (laughs) man, I'm old as shit.
1: Yeah, the the whole graphics animation and like the things behind games now, it's crazy to think of some game franchises that were back in like the 2000s, like 2007, 2004, et cetera, versus now. And you can literally go back in a timeline and look at the graphics from back then versus the game now. And it's just, it's so much improvement. It's so much more like, complex than that you know than it usually was
0: i got uh i have a switch a nintendo switch a buddy of mine bought me a switch and i mm. i got the uh super mario all-stars and man oh, dude day. you talk about freaking uh what is that super mario sunshine that was my favorite game coming up that was my all-time favorite <laughs> game followed closely by by uh, splinter cell tom clancy Spl- splinter cell and yes. I went back and played that shit. And I don't even want the graphics to be good. I want Mario to have blocks instead of hands. That's what I remember. If they made that shit realistic, it wouldn't be fun. It's like, this is the whole joke of it. Like, he can jump three exactly. times and do a somersault. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's not real. But that's <laughs> yeah, the part of it, it that I love. I that's,
1: completely get that. It's That's like the whole point is to take you into a whole different world. Exactly. Of reality.
0: I'm the same way with movies. Like when it comes to movies, I do that too. Like if I get into a good or, or TV shows, a good series, I love that because I'll just like you have all this crazy shit going on in the world, but for an hour and 10 minutes, I am immersed in Ozark and I'm there with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love, yeah. I love, uh, I love that creative feeling, man. It's, it's crazy. Cause I was talking to my wife about, so I'm into film, right? And I do a lot with film. I, I actually have a gig that's coming up soon. I'm about to be doing um, some work for a guy. He's a bartender, and I'm about to be doing a, a promo video for him. But the First reason to I see you, man. I know, man, I love it. Uh, the reason I bring that up though is because we're watching this show, and I'm watching it through different lenses. I'm watching it as a person that wants to be entertained and I'm also watching it as a person who knows what's going on behind the scenes. And so I pause they they, they show this uh, clip where these people are walking down a hallway and then all of a sudden they get another camera angle. And I pause it, and I tell my wife, "I'm like, did you see what just happened?" And of course, she's like, "No, fucking play it. Like, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, the reason they had to change the angle was because they ran out of set. So if they didn't change the angle, you would have they would have walked straight off set. So they changed the angle really quickly to make you think you're getting a different perspective of a different person talking. But it's not. Everyone talking was in in the you know in the uh, screen. And she's just like, whatever. But that's how I'm looking at it through that creative lens. So that's I love that. I haven't
1: really thought about that."
0: Yeah, when they when they do there's actually a movie, it's called 1917, I think it is, and it is the I've seen that. dude. That movie had about five screen changes. The entire first, I think, hour and a half is a one take scene. And I when I heard about it, I was like, you gotta be shitting me. There's no way in hell that this movie has was done in one take. And I watched it and I'm telling you right now, like the first hour and a half is one take and you follow this kid on this journey. And it is the, it's one of the coolest movies I've ever seen because when you go back to watching regular TV or movies, you realize how many times they have to say take and you see all the breaks because someone messed up a line or someone did this, but like kudos to those people, man, because To go one take for an hour is not even unheard of. It's, no one's even
1: ever thought of it. It's insane. Yeah, that's, it it takes some real resolve and discipline. I know. Jesus. An hour and a half for a single take, that's. Dude, it's, I'm telling
0: you, it's insane. And the acting is on point and it's real because they're like, dude, I think, I don't, I don't want to mess it up, but it costs like millions of dollars to retake. So they had to get this right. And they they said there was a lot of improv in there because things didn't happen the way they were supposed to, but it made it more organic. So you talk about being immersified in a world. You have followed this guy from the moment he got his orders to the moment this has happened. You know what I mean? I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's right. gonna watch it, but I'm telling you right now, you hear how he thinks. You see him climbing up hills and running and ducking and shooting back. Like, mm. it's happening in front of you. It's so crazy. It's it's a great movie. I really love that. So I can definitely yeah, get definitely,
1: you. Yeah, definitely people should give that a watch. It's very realistic to what happened back then.
0: Oh, yeah, it really is. It really
1: is. But as far as being, like, certain of what I wanted to do, when I was in middle school, I remember my teachers and my mom would ask me all the time, they're like, what do you what do you want to do when you get older? And it was kind of getting annoying, you know, being that young. <laughs> and it was like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, man, I, I don't know. I, I just want to go home, play my game, you know, go to a football practice, and call it a day. <laughs> exactly. What are you guys talking about? But I was never interested in the idea of working for someone else. I I don't know. It just not that there's anything wrong with that, especially now that I'm older. It when i was younger i just thought to myself well who's the person up there if everyone is working down here you know and i thought so i was like yeah why would i choose to work down here when i can also work up there yeah. versus always you know i i look at some of those movies or shows and i see a person sitting at an office desk for hours and hours and it doesn't look fun it looks so depressing yeah. i'm just like that's the bare minimum right there. <laughs> you yeah. don't really go anywhere. 100%. So it it just didn't seem like it was for me. And then that's when I thought to myself, well, who's someone that doesn't do that? And I found an entrepreneurs. so that's when I found out.
0: Yeah. And to be honest with you, that's um that mindset. This is why I wanted to have you on because that mindset is something that people develop in their late twenties. Do you see what I'm saying? Like literally, that like mm-hmm. maybe or mid to mid to late twenties is when people start to have this idea that they want to work for themselves because we are so programmed to just get in line and work and get jump into the workforce or go to school for four years. And it's like by the time you realize mm-hmm. you don't want to do any of that, you're in your 30s and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start my own business. You have that mindset now, which is something that I picked off picked up on very easily just from the converse, the brief conversation that we had. I'm like, I gotta have this guy on the podcast. I have to. Because I want people to see, like, <laughs> you can do this shit at a young age. So, I I, I love it, man. I, I cannot wait for, to see what you're gonna, what you're going to do. So,
1: yeah. Put, definitely, man. I want to get myself out there. Yeah.
0: I put this question here because I want to ask you this question because I just, I want to know how you're going to respond to it. So, how do you problem solve I'm not even gonna give you an uh, you know a question a specific question. Just how do you problem solve? What is your
1: process? Um, well, problem solving has always been a struggle for me. Not because I don't understand the conflict, but usually because I can't think of a solution where nothing is gonna go wrong or seems <laughs> okay. wrong for me to like do. But I like to take my time and reanalyze the conflict and then brainstorm tons of different ways the problem can be solved it's never good in my opinion i don't think it's just good to find one solution when there could be other possibilities to go about it when it could be you know possibly better than what i chose in the first place so i take that into consideration with all the possible outcomes and stuff like that for example if like uh, let's say if i grab a book off a shelf right Mm -hmm. from the left angle i can get it easily but then the rest of the books on the shelf are going to fall. But if I choose the right angle, they won't fall, but it'll be harder to reach the book. You see what I'm saying? So it's like okay, pick. So it's like most problems for me come with like either risk or consequence, but that's usually how I go about it is to just think of tons and tons of different solutions.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean I don't want to say that there's different answers. I would say that's the most right answer because you can't I mean there's there's no wrong answer. like you know, problem solve however you problem solve. Mm. but I think that that is the best answer because what you're what you're basically saying is you are going to gather information. And that is, that's the key to life, man, because literally it sounds cliche, it is cliche, but the more you know, it's all about the more you know. And you don't have to be an expert. Like, people back in the day, they used to have to remember shit. They used to have to remember phone numbers. They used to have to remember fucking uh, where things were. There wasn't no, hey Siri and Alexa and this and that. There wasn't any of that. So they had to be smarter people. Now we're in a day and age to where it's like, yeah, it's convenient, but good God, I mean, you can... You can ask a question and problem solve way quicker than you could, when you uh, than you used to, but what you lose is that thinking process, which is what you're talking about. You weigh out your options or you do research, and that is how you get smarter. That's how you get smarter. Siri's already as smart as she's gonna be, but you can get smarter by taking a second and just thinking your problems through, so that is definitely awesome. Um, the next question I have for you is who is someone that you model yourself after?
1: Hmm. This one, this one was kind of a challenge for me to pick, but it's two people. Okay. And this one would be my mother and an artist called Ari Gibson. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying my mother as like a cliche or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. But, uh, seeing my mom, you know, as I grew up from where we started versus now is uh, very refreshing. It's very inspiring to me. She went from raising three kids on her own. You know, we, she was single mother doing that by herself. She didn't really have much help doing that. Then she, she ended up going back to school. She got a bachelor's degree in the end. She started to make six figures towards the end of the year, Jeez. and it's just the work ethic. The that's work inspiring ethic me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the work, the work ethic for me. It just it puts me up there. It makes me want to strive to do the exact same thing but better because she's setting me up for it. You know, she's 100%. putting me on the pedestal. It's like it's your turn now. You know,
0: one hundred percent.
1: But. As far as Eric Gibson goes, Eric Gibson is a person from one of my favorite game series called Hollow Knight, and it's actually not Say it again, what's it called? Hollow Knight, that's what it's called. Hollow Knight that. is pretty much an indie game to where you're like a small little character that is hollow, and it's like a beetle. So okay. you start off in a little city somewhere, And from there, it's just you meet some, like, older bug or whatever, and then it goes into a little bit of context. But then from there, you just go straight into the game, and you get lost. That's what it is. And then there's some story with it. There's some plot with it. But the reason why he's one of my role models is because he made this game that went from nothing to, like, a $10 million game. Jesus. In such a short time. Yeah it was just one of those things where it's like, wow, I can't believe that this man did this with four people on his team, (laughs) only four people it took to make this game in three years while he was in college. And he ended up making a profit off off of it. And it's just like, so many, I, I like look at reviews and other people playing the game and it's, it's really refreshing and really nice. It makes me happy to like look at them enjoying the game and enjoying to get lost or the story because at first, you know, it takes maybe like a minute or two, you know, however, however long it takes a person. If all they do is just start playing the game, right. Mm -hmm. For at least 30 minutes to an hour and like take some time out of their day because they're that bored once they start getting into it, the story hooks them in and then it keeps them, you know? Yeah, that so, reminds
0: me, not to cut you off, ahead. that reminds me of a, a movie I just watched with Ryan Reynolds called Free Guy. It, that literally, oh, is a, yeah. It reminds me so much of that, how they made the AI that kind of was adaptive. When you just, I've never played the game or heard of it, but the way you're describing it, it just reminds me so much of that movie.
1: Yeah, it, it's the way he's able to grab. People in for the entertainment, I think, is amazing. And the best part about it is, it, it was so successful that he's now making another game for it, a second part to the series, which is going to be called Silk Song. But it just—it's really inspiring to me that he did his own art for the game itself, and that's always something I wanted to do. I never wanted to just own a business, but then not actually be making the game myself, because otherwise, there's no point. You know, I don't want to wake up. And I own my own business, but then I'm not doing what I like to do every single day. I want to wake up. I want to help my team with the game and create. Yeah, you want it to be
0: part of you. You want it to be your legacy. You don't just want to have a name on it and collect a check. Like You do it because it's fun. And you you know what I mean? You want to be the best at it. Like This dude makes the best games ever. And that's, you know what I mean? I I definitely can get that. Yes.
1: I've always been competitive when it comes to things like that too because the gaming industry there's so many people out there with so many different games and there's so many different companies so as soon as you enter that world it's not something that you can just like instantly get into because there's so many competitors that you have there's so many people that you got to go against once you first create a game you have to take in consideration the things that already exist and then make something new out of it and then you also have to face things like GTA, like how you were talking about earlier. <laughs> like, why would anyone get off GTA to play your game? To get,
0: Dude, GTA, this. you can play basketball, you can play football, you can drive cars, you can rob a bank. Exactly. Like, GTA is one of the best games in the freaking world, man. It really is. It's, it's like, it's life on steroids, dude. And it's for a lot of people. (laughs) It's how they get back at their boss that they hate or their wife or whatever. It's like, it's, it's just, you can do anything. Like I know this guy who I used to work with. I'm not going to say his name, but he got on GTA and he was just, he hated people, so he'd go around just sniping people, and just he just hated life. And and I mean, I would always fuck with him, man. As soon as he get going and where it's like he's going psycho, I'm like, I oh, gotta find this guy, just <laughs> blow him to shit. Like, fuck you. It was, it's just fun, man. It's fun.
1: Yeah, it definitely helps you get out stress. I'll tell you that. Like for mm-hmm. some people, it's a good way to relieve some stress. And you got some.
0: Yeah, people are crazy do though, though, man. Stuff like
1: that. So. Yeah.
0: How do you, how do you separate yourself from the pack? How do you separate yourself from all the other people that are the young people? Because I know you go to school with some people that are just probably. I'm not different. even gonna go there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just we'll call them different. Yeah, but the way I separate myself from everyone else is kind of funny because I, I've I've answered this before. I don't like I don't. I don't like focus on trying to make myself different from everyone else, but I don't try to make myself fit in either, if that makes sense. Like I'm not looking to follow the crowd just because they're doing something. I'm only interested in what I'm interested in. So I'm only gonna do what I wanna do, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But it's I, I know some people that will like literally go out of their way and instead of doing what they wanna do they'll just try to be different. And it's like, well, there's no need to be different just because someone else likes what you like and you feel the need to, like, exile yourself. You don't have to do that. But when it comes to separating myself, my mom has, like, always told me to march to the own beat of my drums, you know? Yeah. So it's like I just happen to be already separated because of the, t- because of the things I choose to do with my own free will, you no. know? Peer pressure doesn't intimidate me at all. I've never been one to succumb to peer pressure when it comes to anything at all. That's and good. the thought of doing something just because everyone else is doing it doesn't make sense to me.
0: You're so you're like, like very mentally fortified, man. That's why I'm saying, like, you're remember this. I gave you the first interview, okay? When you're out there and you're making money, just remember me, okay, man? <laughs> yeah,
1: most definitely, <laughs> man. I, I'll definitely call you up. Don't worry. But yeah, it's just, why Why would I do something when I don't want to just because someone else is doing it? That, that doesn't make sense. It wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be life at that point. It's not my decision. So it, it's like, if you're a person who doesn't like singing, right, <laughs> but your friends offer you to like go to karaoke or something and you go to karaoke knowing that you don't want to sing. And they're like, come on, man, sing, sing, sing. And then are you going to sing? It's it's like, exactly. That's exactly my point. I know that personally, I don't mind singing, (laughs) you know, but I'm not going to sing knowing that I don't like to do that. So, I don't want to try to pretend and fit in or make myself popular or do what's expected. You know, I never seek for validation from anyone. I don't need validation from anyone except myself. Why it's like someone at that point, once again, you're letting someone else's thoughts rule over your actions. And that's not good. In my opinion, it's just, Exactly. Expectations is what makes or breaks you. Like in a person, when I think about it that way, I just thought to myself, expectations, expectations. It's good to have certain expectations depending on the person and what it is or for yourself. But certain expect, not every single expectation is good. When people expect things from you, and then you do it right off the bat that's when the choice that you're making isn't yours anymore is that really what you want to do just because someone expects you to play football because you're good at football does that mean that you're going to base your career off of football because everyone else expects you to do that yeah
0: you know? i mean it's about it's about thinking for yourself man and to yeah. be honest with you this is a great time to go ahead and stop and uh, talk about the word of the day. So the word of the day today is freestanding. It is spelled F-R-E-E-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G. And it means an individual, I'm sorry, it means individually separate or disconnected from others exercising control over one's own affairs. So I always do a word of the day, and I pick this one, and I I, I, it had to be right now because exactly what you're saying, man, freestanding is something that we should all strive to be. I'm not saying don't be part of a group and don't build camaraderie. Those are good things, Mm -hmm. but you have to be able to take it back to what is important to you and why this is important to you. Like you said, if everyone sings.
1: yes it's it's and the like, little things if they
0: go sing are you gonna sing even though you suck you know what i mean i can't sing <laughs> yeah but i know that about myself and if someone said oh let's go sing i'm like fuck no i'll watch you but i'm not going up there
1: <laughs> so 100 yeah, it's, it's it's really just the little things and i hate that question honestly i don't like it it's like oh if other people jump off the cliff are you gonna jump off the cliff and it's like well it's like an easy question to answer. Of course not, you know? Like, I'm not going to jump off the cliff with them, but like simple things to trip people up when it's like, oh, well, everyone's going to this party tonight for college. Are you going to stay inside and study for the test tomorrow? Are you going to go to that college party? Little things like that. But I think, once again, like I was saying, and like you said, having a group, in different opinions, there's nothing wrong with that by no means. But you need to know when that decision comes up in your mind, whether or not you're going to do it or not, and whether or not you should. Because expectations is what peer pressure comes from. Peer pressure comes from expectations. If your friends expect you to do something for them, when you first become friends or because you've been friends for a long time, doesn't mean you should do it. Like if I have a best friend. And he gets into some deep trouble with the law, and it's something that he has done on his own. It was his choice, and it's something that I can't get into myself. Otherwise, he's going to bring me down with him. I'm not going to put myself at risk as well for something that he did just because— he expects because I'm his best friend that I'm going to yeah. bail him out for a million dollars. Like it doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't. Yeah.
0: So being free thinking is, it's just the way to go, man. And uh, like I said, you're yeah. That you're, you're... Thank
1: you. I've dealt with this a few times already, but I have a little quote that I made for myself last, I think it was, no, not even last year. It was my freshman year of high school. And the quote is, you are with me or you are not. Either you walk the path beside me or I leave you alone where you shall stay. I'll keep going with or without you in time, it's up for me to decide my own end. Pretty much what that means. Oh, yes, what that means. You have the choice. I'm not gonna make you to walk the path with me. You are entitled to your own opinions. You can help me or say whatever you want to me on my path and what I choose and either you're going to be with me during that path and help me get through it or you're going to stay where I leave you because I don't have time to waste my life on people that want me to do what they want yeah. to do, you know? It's like yeah, like I, it I and it's sad because some people don't actually have either the mental fortitude or they don't have the opportunity to get out of that some people are stuck with that fate and it honestly it it saddens me because it's like why would you make a kid just because they're good at something or because of this or that you're going to try to make them do something that they don't love to do and i remember talking to my mom about something choosing a career path and i thought to myself hmm, well, this job makes a lot of money. And she was like, don't even try to have that mindset at all. And she stopped me immediately. It was mad. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't think she would get that mad about it. But she was like, Zaire, never choose a job that makes a lot of money if you aren't going to be happy to wake up every single morning or night for that job. Otherwise, your life is not, you're, you're going to have a terrible life. It's not going to be as good as you think it is just because you have the money. <laughs>
0: She's smart. I need to have her on the podcast. Jeez.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She, she was was talking to me. She looked at me dead in the face. She grabbed my shoulders. I was like, Oh my God, I I think I'm about to get hit. I thought it was over, (laughs) but no, she was like, don't ever choose a job where, you know, you're going to wake up and you're going to hate it because I promise you, you're not, you're not going to stay no matter how much money you're being offered. You're not going to stay.
0: That's very true. I was like, That's very true. I've witnessed it myself. That's very true. So, you want to get into the technology field. And I'm pretty sure all of us eventually are going to get there. So, how do you feel about technology, where it is now and where it's going? Like, what are your thoughts on the future of technology? Because, I mean, shoot, a hundred years ago, if you were to tell someone that they would be able to call their mom in another state and they weren't even states (laughs) at that point and just and be like hey mom let me see your face and hit a button and facetime her like and then also search the (laughs) web like and then play a video game and then watch tv on a phone they'd be like yeah you're crazy
1: yeah they'd probably try to call you a witch or something
0: i know i mean this is not long ago that we just zapped into this technological shit so how where, what are your ideas of the future
1: um i think technology is going to overcome the rest of the earth in the near not so far future honestly I uh, people will try to better the earth's climate so that'll be like the starting point with the cars there's going to be a lot more electrical cars, as you know. There are already oh, yeah. uh, they're a lot everywhere. more electrical cars being made. Yeah, and it's yeah. like... Just recently, Sony teamed up with... I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Porsche or someone else. But they teamed up with someone, and now they're making electrical cars. Really? Soon, yeah, it, it's, it's getting up there. But soon, we're not going to be relying or needing fossil fuels anymore, which is... I mean, gonna be we should have been gate. off
0: that a long time ago, in my personal definitely, opinion. Definitely. Most
1: definitely should have been off of that. We need to get those electrical cars and a lot more things in to figure out a better solution for that. But there's so many things that technology has done as far as entertainment as well. So, there's like, TikTok was just created, like... There's only going to be more stemming from that. With with one new idea, there could be 10 more ideas that come with that, which pretty much means you can take, you know, something as simple as Facebook and then think, hmm, what's something that would be like Facebook but better? Yeah. And then some people would think, oh, Instagram or Snapchat, things like that. You, you just keep on growing and growing mm-hmm. from
0: there. I mean, the metaverse, you see what they're doing with the metaverse. It's absolutely insane. Like, yeah, that's the metaverse is going to be Grand Theft Auto on steroids, which Grand Theft Auto is already on HGH. But now it's going to be absolutely crazy. You're going to literally be running and stabbing people <laughs> and shooting people and getting into car accidents. And it's going to be happening like you've never seen before. In literal third-person mode. And I looked up this Sony car. Holy shit, it's nice. It looks like a (laughs) Tesla, though, to be honest. It's called the Vision S, and it looks like a Tesla, but it's nice. The freaking steering wheel, it's it's just crazy. Like, holy shit, it's a lot closer (laughs) than I thought it was, too. I didn't even know about this.
1: Yeah, it it was like a recent thing coming out, but they're starting to get into it, too, and it's like... It, it's only going to keep progressing by the next i want to say 10 to 20 years you're barely going to see anyone driving a car that runs on gas most of it is going to be electrical
0: yeah because you have to think like as hard as it is to get parts nowadays anyway they, that you know with us stopping production Definitely. on cars the way we did we put a big dent In the fossil fuel cars. And every single day, hundreds of thousands of cars are going to the crusher, they're getting wrecked. So eventually, once we cut off this supply, it's done. But what I don't like about that, and I guess it's the same thing that just happened with the pipeline issue, but if someone just hits a power surge, we all can't go anywhere. So it's like, man. And I literally. And it's crazy. The only reason I say that is because it's like, I know the vulnerabilities because it's the same as unplugging. A video game because you're losing a basketball game against your brother it's like oh I hold the power I'm gonna unplug it the same thing can happen <laughs> with fossil fuel but it's just so much easier to think about someone just you know messing up a generator and all of a sudden no one can charge their car so
1: yeah I, I've thought about that too and I was like you know as good as it is protecting the climate and stuff like that I do feel like maybe you should keep some type of fuel around to like, for like some type of solution. Yeah, like a fail-safe because you never know what's going to happen. There could be like some huge storm that happens. Oh, yeah. Power goes out. No power. Better hope your car's charged. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. It's like, oh, the power went out? Well, you better hope that the car is charged. Otherwise, it's not going anywhere.
0: Uh, What I want to know is like we have some of the smartest people in the world. Duh, the smartest people in the world. Why the hell haven't they figured out, you know, how to just make fuel out of like grass. I just don't get why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something like that, like algae or something. Like, you know, back in the day when before we had engines and things of that nature, when we found the wheel, one of the things that I love. Is I don't believe I just forgot the name that quickly, but basically it's like a wheel that has buckets on it and and they use a a natural flowing waterfall to turn this because the water goes into the bucket and it turns the wheel and it generates power. So it's just like why? I mean, these people were doing this hundreds of years ago and they were generating power from something that was already moving like a waterfall why can't we, why do we have to be with you know so complex to have direct fuel injection engines and stuff like that why didn't we just go another route and say how can we make this happen simply because, because
1: people want it easier i think it is i believe so you but fuck is it
0: really easier to think about it have you seen an engine like take an engine apart is, is that really easier than just finding out a way to get from point a to point b that's not a horse no. <laughs> you know what i mean no
1: it it's just not it looks very confusing but like the whole the whole concept behind it is just people are when it comes to things like that I think people get lazy and they're like oh man if we can do this complicated thing now we're never gonna have to worry about it yeah (laughs) and it's like uh
0: i don't know it's a lot to think about it is we know what cars are doing in the future what about you man what are your plans for the future where do you see yourself in you know three four years
1: um well my plans for the future are to have started my business by the age of 20 so while i'm in college uh, okay. Hell yeah. i want to make a game by the age of 22 or 23 that's when i want to be in the process or close to finishing the game and then okay. i want to release it by the time i've graduated college of my senior year Hell yeah, uh i definitely i want to make connections with people i want to meet new people i yeah. i want to get myself out there known into the community i want to attend different types of uh meetings and events yeah when it comes to lead designing that way i can get a good grasp of what it's like and i want to create a team of people that would be willing to help me accomplish my dreams or dreams that they have of their own you know like oh yeah a producer, I, a artist, whatever it is.
0: I have a couple guys who I know who write code and they they, they make applications. So I can definitely get you in touch with them, man. They're good guys. Uh, we do jiu jitsu together and um they're phenomenal. And I really I thought of them when I was talking to you because, dude, they get wrapped up in all this techie shit. And I'm like, slow the fuck down. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> like, you gotta <laughs> chill, man. I, you gotta look, layman's terms, man. I don't know what yes. you're talking about. I, had a, I was talking to Curtis, man, and he was just going off on this rampage, and I literally was like, dude, please, please. Yeah. English, If bro. you
1: give me yapping, if you give me yapping, I, you got to stop me. Someone's got to tap my shoulder or something and be like, yo, Zaire, stop. I know. <laughs> you doing so much. Well, but, shit, man, create uh, a podcast. Somewhere.
0: That's the best way to do it, man. And, you know, being able to talk for hours on end is a gift, and some people will look at it as, so there's talking and there's yapping. Some people is just hey, talking. Yeah. there's like, oh, that, 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 you know, you're talking, you're saying things that make sense and people want to hear this. And that's why I have a podcast, because I can talk for fucking, I can talk forever. I literally could talk <laughs> nonstop because I have so much to talk about because I, I do this all the time and I learn so much from people. So, you know. That's the thing that's going to help you with your future plans by talking to people and getting people engaged and believing in what you believe in. You're just going to get better at it. So, I mean, I literally I think you should start a podcast, even if it's something you do, you know, yourself just to have a have a reminder of what you used to do in the past, just to talk about current events. You know,
1: I think I think definitely when I start networking myself out there, I'll definitely do it because, yeah,
0: it's easy as hell.
1: Whenever you're ready, let me know. I'll help you set everything
0: up. It's so easy. You can have all the podcast equipment you you. need. Four hundred bucks, you get everything you need straight up.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be keeping in touch with you. Of course, man. This summer, uh, I've been looking for like a job shadow of some sorts, so I can like get a grasp of what it would be like or some early experience
0: you know but, uh, one of the ideas just to give you some insight my brother coming up he wanted to he, he wanted to be in film and um, i made a recommendation to him that he go to the local newspaper and media and just fucking literally ask for ask if you can help out ask you if if you can be an intern and he was out there recording local high school football games getting into that type of that getting into it that way so i mean the, everyone has to make apps nowadays so you can literally mm-hmm. go to any place, you know, the, any local place that's kind of like government owned and just you can you can just I mean, that's a good place to start. I mean, who the heck's going to turn down free labor oh, and you I'll get to learn to check that out? Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems
1: like good, I'll definitely try that.
0: He was on the freaking uh, the station like he was the one who helped broadcast like the morning news and shit. It's, it's crazy, but it's an idea, you know, especially nowadays. I mean, it's it's nothing. You just go ask and say, hey, I want to shadow you. And they're, or they are can say no. I was like, OK, I'll go to another <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i'll try that out i definitely I, like i said the experience is great but by the time i'm like 25 or 26 i want to have created uh either su- super successful or decently known game throughout the industry yeah. and gain more me- like recognition from other companies because that's how i can grow the business you know oh, yeah. and get myself more like Get a more bigger fan base, they said. But by the time I'm 27, I want to have made it. I want to have done it. I want to have this, the six figures and the seven figures. I want to have the family, my my dream job out there, my dream car, my dream house. Yeah.
0: I think that's going to happen a lot sooner than you think, man, to be honest with you. If you keep on this path, I don't think it's going to take 27, man. Honestly, I the 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 way you're talking, I didn't start talking like this till I was about 24, 25. You're talking like this at 16. You got years on me. You got mentors. You got me as a mentor if you ever need anything. Let me know. I know a lot of random shit that might help you out and I know a lot of people. So seriously, <laughs> anytime you want to come on the podcast and you have shit to say, let me know. You're on like Trust me. It's all about networking. That's just life is about networking and not social media networking, real people, real interaction networking. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we might not cross paths again in a physical realm, but I'm a phone call away. That's just how it is. So I keep in touch with everyone who I feel has made an impact on my life. And I feel that I can make an impact on their life. And I'm telling you right now. You're, you're the guy, I'm telling you. It's not going to take you that long. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, man, I,
1: I, I definitely appreciate that reassurance. It's nice to know that I have somewhere to turn to for stuff like this. And 100%. whenever I'm in a pinch, I know that I have someone that I can call. And yeah. one again, like you were saying, that has like random stuff that he Tell probably me, might dude. know. You,
0: know you just trust me, dude. My goal in life is to know a little bit about a lot. So if I can know a little bit about NASCAR and a little bit about golf and a little bit about computers and a little bit about sci-fi and a little bit about photography, then I will be at a better place than someone who sits as a one-minded person. Go back to my podcast. Listen to episode one of my podcast. I break it down a little different. But, you know, this ain't stopping. I'm going to be doing podcasts until the day that I die, man. And I'm going to have a library of my life for my daughter to look at because that's what it's about for me, too. It's about legacy. You know, I want my daughter to be able to, if something were to happen to me, I want her to be able to look back on this podcast and say, this is how my dad felt about this. This is what my dad did in this time. This is what was going on here. Like, it's, it's just a track. It's a, it's a, it's a diary basically is what it is. And and it's something that I, I love to do. So, I mean, Seriously. I, look, man, I really appreciate you coming on. And do you have anything you want to, oh, yeah, you know, share. you want to share, uh, sh- throw out your social medias, everything like that. So people can find you, get in touch with you and yeah, dude, thank you for coming on.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Uh, as far as social medias go, I don't really have anything that I post or anything like that as of right now. However, in my senior year, I do plan to start actually doing things and sending out posts uh, based on you know my future career paths. But if anyone wants to add my Instagram, it's zai.amir.b. He spell
0: That's
1: it that out z y and then a dot and then a m i r and then a dot
0: and then b hell yeah you guys heard it here all the links will be in the description by the way say it's been awesome man i appreciate you taking the time and i look forward to what you're going to do in the future man seriously
1: yes of course thank you thank you for having me up here it was very nice to uh talk to you tonight and have this opportunity never really i'm not gonna lie i was kind of a little bit nervous getting up here since i've never really
0: great you did great you answered you answered every question the right way i mean it was great it's like i had a great conversation with you i have had better conversations with you than full-blown adults and it's a shame but it's where (laughs) we're at nowadays so thanks again man good night everybody have a good one